everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, sarcasm and sarcastic humor as kind of like that's your niche that you've chosen for yourself is not an easy one to get to. Think of it as a night out with your friends. This isn't where you started. This is where you ended up. Sarcastic humor is that booth at Denny's at 3 a.m. and you're drunk on your ass. You might have just woken up in that booth. And that's where sarcastic humor kind of lives. It's just that it's it's something you found out along the road. It was never the first thing you saw when you pulled away from the house. And it doesn't mean that it works for everybody. It's almost a, a bit of a... It's a defined taste. It, it's one you develop as time goes on. Hearing it and enjoying it. Enjoying it's another thing. It's bizarre. It's kind of like a fetish. But it's not bad. I mean, the whole... I don't know if you realize it, but this whole podcast came from a blog that I wrote for about 10 years. And it, it all started with having a shitty book that I wanted to promote and independently publish on Amazon. But somebody told me that if I started a blog and got a following, I could use the blog audience to sell the book. And that's the kind of manipulative shit that I love. So I figured, okay, I'll do it. But what could I write about week in, week out that would not get boring? Well, I happen to be in line at Starbucks. I like to go to Starbucks. I love my coffee. I've got to have it in the morning. It's an addiction. I get that. But I also like to write while I'm there. And so I was looking for something that I could write day in, day out, week in, week out. Wouldn't be stale. Wouldn't be, hey, I'm writing just to write. And I was in line at Starbucks, and the couple ahead of me looked for the earlier podcasts about the evil couple. That's them. They were having the sweetest, shitty argument I've ever heard, where they're both saying incredibly horrible things to each other, but with this sugary, sweet, honey voice type thing going on. You know, just no reason to be an asshole, dear, or a bitch, honey. You know, I mean, just that kind of edgy shit that, like, everyone around them is cringing. So I began posting it on Facebook. The ritual replies of bitch and bastard have been exchanged, and the fight is officially on at Starbucks. And this went on for the next hour, where I was just listening in, posting shit I heard. And a friend of mine texted me, and she said, you know, you've been looking for something to write about. This has been the most enjoyable thing I've read online all day. And so I figured, okay, I'm going to come in tomorrow morning. I'm going to find something to write about. And sure enough, my first post, uh, do you realize what you're saying? It was a guy who was hitting on a girl in line in between talking on his phone to his lawyer about how he's going to fuck over his ex-wife in the divorce. And his final line of the entire blog, and the blog, I think it was only 150, 200 words. But the final line was, the kids are young. They're going to get over it. And it just, it was such a stunning thing because I went in there with the idea that, well, what if I don't find anything? And it's, and sure enough, there's over 700 posts that I'm, I'm doing here. You know, I'll give about five minutes of my own personal opinion about the theme of today's blog post. And then after that, a little break and then read the blog post. But it's like, I've got over 700 posts to go from. So this podcast is going to be here for a while, but it's been a shocking thing because it, I honestly had to start keeping notes because not only was I finding something to write about every day and I wrote 
The first year and a half, I wrote something every weekday, five posts a week. And for the first six months, I didn't realize that you could uh, schedule them for later. I thought you had to just write it and post it. So I was doing that. But it's how I cranked up a whole lot of them real fast. But there was always something. Some days, I found about four or five things to write about, and I had to take copious notes on everything. Because it's, I began to have a good eye for, well, here's an interesting thing, or somebody would say a line, or just something would spark my imagination. Some guy was listening to somebody, it sounded like a couple having sex in the bathroom at Starbucks. And he's giggling, and he's looking over at me, and he's keeps he's whispering, somebody's fucking in there. And then all of a sudden, this guy comes out alone. And you realize you were just listening to loud masturbation. And it's, here's the sexist part of it. If it was a girl, everything would have been cool. It was a guy, it got creepy real quick. And here's why. Every guy on this planet has masturbated in total silence. When you're growing up, you have brothers or sisters that you share a room with. You don't want to get caught. You might be in the bathroom. There might be a space under the door so everybody can hear. Regardless, you learn to have sex quietly. And so for this guy to be loud, and this is where the creepy part comes in, you realize he wanted us to hear him. That's the creepy part. But it also made a decent blog post. And I think it's an odd thing that just out of nowhere, you can have this little snapshot of weird or sarcastic or funny or cruel or whatever that you read. You have it like a little cookie. Someday the cookie is better than other days. Some days it's a bigger cookie. Some days it's a small cookie. But either way, you have this cookie. You go on with your day. And I think all of that, when you start looking at it from that perspective, is what leads us to today's episode Daily Affirmation of an Asshole on today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, every little kid has a clue what he wants to be when he grows up. Or she knows what she wants to be when she grows up. And no matter how slack-jawed the kid is, he will tell you without hesitation. Even if it's not possible. I once had a close childhood friend who wanted to be Benjamin Franklin. So he had his mom... Uh, his thick-framed gl- black glasses, his, he had his mother replace them with, like, wireframe circle lenses. It was an odd thing. So why is it so hard for some people to get their karmic act together and at least move in any direction? I mean, I'm not bashing this as much as I'm just venting. I'm kind of in that place. Without going into details, mainly because I can't, I need a change, or at least I did back when I wrote this originally, which was about 10 years ago. Now the question is, change what? The obvious answers are there, but since when have I let anything go at obvious? It's a little too vague. There's some pretty subtle changes that can be done that have pretty big impacts on life. The gym is one. Now I started this about 10 years ago. I started going to the UFC gym, uh, at the end of a long relationship. And it's kind of like that, all right, I need to get out there. I got to get in some shape. I was carrying some pounds. Now I can get back to the funny later. I realize this is probably a lot of folks are hearing it and going, ah, this doesn't sound sarcastic or funny. But for those unfamiliar with the UFC gym, it's the trademark gym of the UFC, in essence, MMA cage fighting. And their gym reflects that kind of martial theme. 
It's fun, it's entertaining, it's huge, it definitely holds the attention. Which is good because I normally have the attention span of a hyper gnat with ADD. Now I went there a lot because if I didn't, I spent entirely too much time in my head. And if you think my mind is vicious to other people, you should see how ugly it gets when it turns on me. Now, but how can your mind be vicious, you might say. The podcast is kind of funny. Thanks, but it helps if you keep in mind that the first part of the original blog's name was Bitter. It was called Bitter Mac, which was, oddly enough, my mother's nickname for me. Mainly because I'd never let shit go. Everything is, if I hold grudges forever. So let's try to keep up here. I mean, I'm completely comfortable with the fact that I am a rotten little bully at times. I've embraced the asshole within. I like to think that the last four years at a cardio kickboxing gym has really helped my stress level and kind of brought it down a bit. For those that don't know, cardio kickboxing is a lot like, kind of like CrossFit, where it's high intensity interval training, but it's all centered around a heavy bag, which works great. You're having a shitty day, put on some gloves and go drip sweat for an hour. My record is I burned 1400 calories in one hour. Well, I start, I usually get about a 20 minute warm up, and then I, if I'm still filling up for it, I'll, I'll jump a little rope after. But I've been going here for four years and it's been awesome. I'm in better shape than I've been. I still have some weight to lose, but you should see my legs. They're like chiseled out of steel. Now, the idea is you need to embrace the child within or the person within, the person that you are. And in my case, I've embraced the asshole within. I mean, I think everybody would be better off if they just let that out every now and then and went off on somebody or something. Even if it's not in front of them, just go home and spend 20 minutes chewing out your boss, chewing out that the person that fucked up your coffee order that morning, chewing out your ex, just something to let that shit out. Let the steam out of the pressure cooker instead of building up and exploding. Explode is not a good thing. Explode typically happens when it's not the right time and it fucks up your situation. Like, oh, in the middle of a wedding, um, when you're out on a Valentine's Day dinner, uh, when you're in... Well, for COVID for the last year, I, I don't know that anybody's been out in a bar. But if you're in a social situation and you're going to hit on someone, last thing they need to see is like five minutes before you come over and ask them, you know, would they like to go to dinner someday? You know, see you venting about, you know, your ex to a friend. Nobody needs to see that. Now, neither is strategically letting off steam with an eye towards annoying others for your personal amusement. But I am working on that. Think of it as a mental version of Survivor. Now you hope there, that there, you've gotten yourself into a strong enough alliance to keep things the way you want, or you could just be voted off the island. But now it's time for coffee. Mm-hmm.